Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, it's Monday. Man, just think how fortunate you are if you were not involved in that massive wreck on I-55. And then there have been problems with the fog, and the, the smoke mixes with the fog, and it's, it's not just the smoke itself. It's the chemical reaction of the smoke and the fog mixing together that makes it all so dense, and there's a chance of this again uh, tomorrow morning. But, uh, yeah, feel fortunate if you weren't uh, involved in that. I, I know it's Monday. The Saints didn't play yesterday, so we don't have to worry about the, the loss. Hated to see the Falcons win. I hate to see the Falcons in first place. And again, I remind you, remember all of the predictions? Oh, the Saints are going to have a great year. They've got an easy schedule. And from the very beginning, I said, whoa, hold on. You know, the teams that you think they're going to automatically beat are not necessarily going to be teams you're going to automatically beat. Because teams that were not that great last year could have a good year this year. I don't think people thought the Falcons would be as good as they are right now. And I know we were supposed to beat the Houston Texans. So, you know, that business about, oh, we have an easy schedule. Man, I never bought into that because you never know what teams are going to kind of catch fire. And also, you know, it's just, I just think that's, um, I think that's a very weak reason to pick a a team as as having a a good uh, good season because they have an easy schedule. Because I don't know that any schedules in the NFL are really that easy. I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. Yeah, it is Monday. But as you know, this show uh, makes the week fly by, so it's going to be Friday before you even know it. I, I, let's, let's talk a little bit about the American media. The America Public's trust in the media has reached an all-time low. It's down to 39%. That's low, 39%. Now, th- these are the people who have no trust at all in the media. 39%. So, okay, I guess you could say it's at an all-time high. Back in 2016, uh, those who had no trust in the media at all was 27%. So now it's popped up to 39%. So it's an all-time low, but I guess in a way it's an all-time high. The number of people that don't have faith in the media. Do you? Do you have faith in the media? Now, you have to have some faith in some media. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't know that there are people who don't have faith in the media. You wouldn't know about what's going on on Capitol Hill. You wouldn't know about the Republicans and the battle within the Republican Party. You wouldn't know about a lot of things. So you do trust the media. What media do you trust the most and why? If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Also, today is the 64th birthday of Weird Al Yankovic. So uh, throughout the afternoon... We're featuring some of his um, his best work, and he did some really, really good stuff. And then also coming up in the 3 o'clock hour, Billboard magazine that does the, the top 100. The top 100 is 65 years old this year. And so to celebrate, the Billboard staff got together, and they collectively selected the 500 top pop songs of all time. Now, obviously, we can't do the top 500. We're going to do the top 10 for you in the 3 o'clock hour. And... I don't agree with some of these songs that are in the top 10 best pop songs of all time. Maybe you'll agree that some of these songs don't belong in the top 10. But anyway, that's going to be coming up in the next hour. 
it'll be a fun way to get through a Monday afternoon. All right, Ian Hoke is back with us. Let's go to Ian with some of your text messages. All right, uh, we're starting to get some texts about the media. I did want to tuck in a couple from um, our conversation about what's happening in Congress and the search for a new speaker. Uh, We got a text from Robert who says, Scoot, the current Congress, Republicans more than Democrats, are consistently willing to give up 50 to 80 percent to get nothing. Well, I mean, I don't know what the statistics are on that. I, I, it just, I, I don't see much compromise on the part of the Republicans. I mean, I don't see much compromise on the part of, of, of either one. In fact, you, you've got Republicans who say, well, if you compromise, if you're going to make deals with the Democrats, then you're not going to be Speaker of the House. Uh, funny you should mention it. Here's a text that says, you do realize the reason McCarthy was brought up for a vote is because he went against what some Republicans wanted and agreed with the Democrats. He I compromised, know. but the Democrats didn't support him when he needed them or he would still be the Speaker of the House. Well, I've talked about this before. That's that. That's how how bad this situation is. You know, both parties are just carnivorous when it comes to politics. And the most the, the best example I can think of of how if you compromise, it can come back to hurt you. But it shouldn't. When George W. Bush, George H. Walker Bush was in the Superdome and accepted the nomination for the Republican Party to be nominated uh, president to be the Republican nominee, he said, read my lips, no new taxes. So, you know, later on during his term, what does he do? He compromised with the Democrats to make a deal. The Democrats use that against him in the election. It's one of the reasons that he he might have lost to Bill Clinton. I know people really like to blame, you know, Matt Gates and the sort of noisemaker caucus for the situation we're in now. I, I, this is all Kevin McCarthy's fault, y'all. He he set this situation up like this when he made it possible for just one person in his conference to bring him up for that motion to vacate. He did not have to do that, but he wanted to be speaker so bad. He's wanted to be speaker of the house for a long time. And he wanted it so desperately that he said, okay, we can have this rule where it only takes one person to vacate. And then with help from Democrats, he avoids the government shutdown, goes on TV the next morning and blames the Democrats for the shutdown. So, of course, they're not going to extend a hand to him. He just kicked him in the teeth right at the moment when they bailed him out. But it goes to show you the nature of politics. People are willing to give up everything. They're willing to give up who they are for power. Jim Jordan's not not somebody to bring people together. And he was ready to bring everybody together if it would mean that he'd be Speaker of the House. He's a sellout. He was ready to sell out his political soul just to be Speaker. So, I mean, it's, it's all, it, should, it should be disgusting to all of us. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, I trust News Nation for national and world news and mainly WWL-TV for local news. You know, let me tell you about News Nation. News Nation is a cable news channel like Fox, like MSNBC and CNN. I like News Nation. Now, I watch all of them occasionally, but I, I've been watching News Nation more and more. They have opinions. They've got an edge. But it is, it's, it's sensible. You, you can't always figure out if they're right or left. And that's the way it should be. It should be about the issue, not about the, the, the one-sided political ideology. Because some people are going to be conservative on some issues and liberal on others. I mean, that's reality. That's who, that's who we are. There are very, very few people who are pure liberal or pure conservative. And so News Nation does a really good job of giving you more of the news. So... 
you know, if you haven't been checking that out, you might want to do it because there's less um, screaming and shouting, but yet it's not like they're a bunch of wimps. They, they do share opinions. I like Dan Abrams. That dude, I is, do too. he's a workhorse, not a show horse. Yeah, you know, um, Chris Cuomo is on that channel. I've yet to yeah. tune into his show. I'm not, you know, I, I was a fan, but yeah. I'm not, I wasn't a fan in the end, and I'm not a fan now. Um, yeah. You know, there are other people on that uh, channel who, who do a pretty good job, uh, but I do yeah. like Dan Abrams. I think it's okay if we as a nation collectively move on from Chris Cuomo. There's no reason that we need him, but he's in the club, so we're stuck with yep. him. Here's a text that says, I believe the media after I filter out all the irrelevant BS. Okay, well, uh, good. I mean, it's, it's good that you, you do that because there is a lot of irrelevant BS there. I'm, yes, I, I, I trust that the texture is right. I don't know. I have a whole thing about media literacy and people, the things that they filter out because they think it's irrelevant is too often just stuff that they don't want to hear. Well, that's not irrelevant, but it, it doesn't make them feel good. So they don't listen to it. Well, that's not that's not actually filtering out the BS. Yeah. That's just that's it's 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 filtering out the stuff that you disagree with. And. You know, the whole thing that Donald Trump tried to do was convince the American public that any news that was negative about him was fake news. And we have learned over time that what Donald Trump considered fake news was legitimate news attacking legitimate aspects of him and his presidency. I'll leave you with this one. Um, I was in the big pileup on I-10 in 1981. A caller was correct. You cannot see the guardrails, and that's why people panic and they stop. It should be mandatory that all bridges that experience fog have reflectors on the guardrails. This would help people see what's on the side of them. It doesn't sound like that would cost very much. Uh, but again, much I mean, would, would, really? that, um, you know, would that help? I don't know. Uh, possibly. All right, let's go to, uh, to Metairie. And Bill, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. How you doing, Scoop? Good, Bill. Man, how you been? Good. I'm good. I just want to, you know, I got a comment on the media thing, man. I don't, I don't like I was, well, I was telling the dude I talked to before. Okay. I don't trust what y'all call mainstream media, Fox, CNN. Now they might be telling some of the truth because if you run up on somebody with camera and they say something and they show it, then it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's what they're showing you. That's right. But I don't, I, I trust independent journalists that go around sneak in and they ain't even got to sneak in nowhere. It's public or anywhere they can go. And that, that's just what I trust, man. I used to like Fox. I don't like them no more. They fired Tucker. I like Tucker, um, and I'm and I'm I'm calling for like Matt Gates said. Either I want him speaker or Donald Trump speaker. But and and but, then I hope I but, hope Donald Trump will impeach, you know, and then impeach Biden and, and Harris and get him out of there. And then and then you know he you know Donald Trump needs to run the country. But I'm screaming Trump 2024 right now. But Tucker Carlson was a liar. Listen, Scoot, Scoot. He he might have had opinions that nobody agreed with, and he might have lied. But Scoot, you ain't never lied before. No, never on the air. I've never lied on the air. Never. That's not my point, Scoot. So so. Okay, well, uh, wait a minute. Can, can wait, you tell what, me one thing. What did he lie about? Let me ask you this. He said he lied. Oh Let me God. ask you. What I mean, did he lie about? There were there were numerous stories that he he lied about. Um, well, well give me just, one if they're so numerous. Give me um, one. He lied about, oh, my God. There, I mean, there's like some right. the election. I was just on the phone. Are we talking about Trump lies? No, Tucker Carlson oh, lies. Oh, Tucker Carlson's lies. Okay, I mean, yeah. He, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I'll get, you know, I, I never know who's going to call. I don't have the information right in front of me, but it'll take me 10 seconds to get it. You want to talk to Ian for a second? 
All right, so... Um, but, but, Scoot, how quick you spoke up on it, you should have been able to just quick give well, me a no, hand. it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that, Bill. Find something. There are so many. There, it's not like it's two things. There, it's not like it's three things. There were so many things he lied about. Just hang on one second. Hey, Bill, Blake Groupie, yeah. you like him or not? You think he's a good kicker? Yeah, I like him. I just, I just, he, he looks... Okay, then know, can, can, you, nothing, can you instantly, so without, can you, without looking, tell me exactly how many field goals he's made and how many he's missed? I think he's missed two all season. Okay, well, you know, that's good, but I think you understand what right? I'm trying to say. I don't know. Is that right? It's, it's a knowable right. thing, no, no, but it's not. The, 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 to, the specific details aren't really germane right. to the bigger point but that Ian, we're making. Listen, I'm not, I'm not on the air talking about uh, Groupie. All I said was, what did Tucker lie about? Well, He's no, the but, one that but, said Tucker but, Carlson's a liar. Uh, I never said break. I never said Groupie missed 10 field goals, and I said right. seven. Ian's point, Ian's, Ian's point was that, you know, you, you know that he's you, you have an opinion of him as a kicker, but you don't know all the specifics. Uh, Tucker Carlson has um, lied about... And my point is, I didn't bring it up. Great replacement theory. I'm not on the internet Tucker speaking Carlson, that I know all his facts and can't you, bring him up. I'm telling you what Tucker Carlson <laughs> lied about. Great replacement right, theory of uh, Vladimir Putin isn't a bad person. Um, he said... He's not. He's not. How is he bad? <laughs> All right, listen, Bill, Bill, you've pretty much shown your colors. I think we're finished. I wow. mean, you, we could keep talking, but I think you're down the rabbit hole, and I, I don't know if our show really connects with the rabbit hole. Um, I mean, wow. Bill, look, uh, you know, you're, you're entitled to your, your opinion, but uh, Tucker Carlson um, is deceptive. Uh, Tucker Carlson said that American men, American men are, are not men, uh, because their testosterone level has gone down, and one way you can improve your testosterone level is to suntan your testicles. <laughs> Tucker Carlson said if men <laughs> suntan their testicles, it improves their testosterone level. Do you want me to, uh, to continue? He said that white supremacy is not a real problem in America. Well. Okay, well. That's a shame. Anyway, um, I mean, you can like Tucker Carlson if you want, but he's a liar. And he makes up the news for show. It's for the show. It's to get people like that's attention. It's to get his attention, Bill's attention. And, and guys like Bill, you know, they go in the rabbit hole with him because it's exciting. Oh, man, I believe this guy. But there's something very reckless and irresponsible with somebody in the media just deceiving the public. Alex Jones deceived the public. Now, he's not on a legitimate news channel, but he's a liar. And, I, you know, to lie means that you purposely said something that wasn't true. I don't ever remember telling a lie on this show. I've said things on this show that were not correct, so I corrected them, but that's not the definition of a lie. I mean, I'm very honest uh, about politics and everything on, on this show. So, I don't know. I mean, there are guys like that. There are guys like Bill everywhere. And, and I know that they get really mad at this show. What I find interesting is guys like Bill think it's okay for Tucker Carlson to have his opinion on anything, but they don't support the right that I have to have an opinion. Or are they looking for reasons to attack us, which is part of the business. I, I, I accept that. If you came on the air and said that uh, Derek Carr is actually five weasels in a trench coat, and you said that on the air over and over and over again, but then you email me, and you email Diane and Kevin and you're texting with us and you say, I know Derek Carr isn't five badgers in a trench coat, but I can't say that because our audience will change the channel. 
and then everybody gets to see those emails and those texts, that is, there's no more clear-cut definition of a lie, a purposeful lie. Well, it's not misinformation, right. it's disinformation. You're lying to people on purpose, and you know that you're doing it at the time. And Fox News was part of that, which is why the lawsuit. I mean, Tucker Carlson was fired after the, after the lawsuit, after the big, big settlement. Fox News lied, purposely lied, handing out disinformation about the election. You can believe whatever you want to believe, but just because you believe it doesn't mean it's fact. So, you know, what we try to do is separate fact from fiction on on the show as much as we can. All right. um, Let's just have a little fun here for just a moment. Today is um, is Weird Al Yankovic's 64th birthday. So to celebrate, we're doing some of his classic stuff. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic says that he's not trying to be mean when he does some of his political and musical parodies. Whenever I do a parody, it's not meant to step on people's toes or uh, or to cast them in an unfair light. It's all done in good fun. Uh, and I, I think that uh, artists realize that. And Yankovic also says that he, he doesn't like when, when artists turn him down. Do you know what he wants to do a parody and artists will, will turn him down? He says he doesn't like it, even though it might mean more publicity. I know that you can spin things in a positive way, but I, I don't really like the controversy of somebody turning me down and, and making a big news deal out of it. I mean, that's, I'd rather that, that it never happen. I mean, I, I love it when artists actually appreciate what I do and get the joke and find humor in it. I think I might have fun in in, uh, talking about the artist that uh, turned it down. All right. If you want to join us with a comment about the media, anything we're talking about, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. I I just wanted to spend some time celebrating the genius of Weird Al Yankovic today uh, on his birthday. And here was another classic hit. And we played this uh, recently because there was an issue with um, drugs and drinking and prostitutes in the CIA, and this song fit perfectly. I'm Scoot on the air. It's Monday afternoon. We'll be right back on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is new from the Rolling Stones album, Hackney Diamonds, and, you know, I'm impressed with some of this new stuff. All right, we're talking about the public's trust in the American media has reached an all-time low by reaching an all-time high. The number of people, number of Americans, with no trust whatsoever in the the media is up to 39%. Back in 2016, it was 27%. Why do you think the public is so, so distrustive of the media? The sad thing is part of it's on the fault of the the audience, the American people, because they define the media they trust as the media that is going to tell them what they want to hear. Confirmation bias. People aren't seeking the truth. They, They say they are, but they're not really seeking the truth. 
They're seeking the information that supports what they already believe. For some people, that's MSNBC. For some, it's, it's Fox News. Somebody mentioned this earlier, and I think it's uh, worth talking about. News Nation is, a, again, Chris, Chris Cuomo, you know, I'm, I'm done with Chris. You know, he's a bit of a, a showboater, but you don't have to watch him. There are other people on there uh, who are, are very good. Dan Abrams is, is one of them, and he's on in, in prime time. But News Nation, they've got an edge, and they've got the same stories. Uh, they just don't handle it the same way that Fox and MSNBC and CNN seem to handle the stories. In some ways, there are some similarities. But there's not, you know, there, there's, not the, the, there's not the divisiveness that you hear from some of these other, uh, other networks. So I, I do recommend News Nation if you haven't checked it out yet. Now, don't mistake News Nation with Newsmax. Newsmax is totally right-wing wacko. Now, the American public doesn't want the truth. And Fox News is more interested in giving the—I mean, we've seen, Fox News has admitted this. They've admitted to saying that they, they, they don't want to talk about a certain thing because the audience doesn't want to hear it. And I keep talking about how the, the, the media reflects the audience. And people want to blame the media when it's really the audience's fault. It's so easy to blame somebody else or, or the media. The media is reflecting you. Tucker Carlson was reflecting those people who wanted to believe the lies. CNN... CNN has, has many problems. They're not, they're not entertaining enough. They're not intellectual enough. MSNBC is a little bit more to the point. They're liberal. They definitely lean left. But MSNBC is a little bit more um, to the point and articulate in many ways than CNN. Now, remember how CNN started? CNN really took off in 1987 when and I, I know some of you will remember this story. There was a little baby that got caught in, a, in an abandoned tube, got stuck in an abandoned tube. Remember baby Jessica? Here was this, this little infant. This, well, maybe it was a toddler. Maybe she was a toddler. Anyway, this, this little girl, baby Jessica, she was stuck in this tube in Midland, Texas. And CNN covered that live, wall to wall. And, and people watched and that's how CNN really started to, to, to get listeners. I'm sorry, get viewers. That's how CNN really became popular. And they're still known for their live coverage. In fact, when the war broke out between Israel and Hamas, CNN's ratings went up. I don't know where they are today, but the ratings went up because they were going wall-to-wall, and, and CNN's kind of known for that. Fox News is consistently number one. MSNBC is now number two, and, 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 and CNN is like way down at number three. And as much as they try and shift things around, that's the problem. All they're doing is shifting things around. They're not changing anything. They're not addressing the inherent problems that, that, that they have. So, I don't I mean, I watch CNN. I know what to listen for. I watch Fox News. I know what to watch for, and MSNBC as well, and I've been watching more of a News Nation. But sometimes I like to take a break when I'm home, and I don't like to watch any of it. Um, but you have to watch um, with the idea that what any network is telling you is going to have a slant to it. And if you're sitting there expecting them to give you the objective news of the day with no opinion and with no slant, then you're naive. I'm not saying this is good. But this is reality. 
And I don't even think you can expect the, the network news channels to, to, to ABC and NBC and, and CBS. I don't think you can expect them to give you the objective news because the way they tell a story, the stories that they, they decide to cover may be slightly biased. Now, CNN, I'm sorry, CBS, NBC, and ABC. The evening news is a lot less biased than you have been led to believe. And if you watch, you can watch any one of those major broadcast networks, and you watch and, and try to pick out what is really biased because it's more objective than you think. Now, the cable news channels, they have now been lumped in with everybody else as the news. And then there's social media. And, and the, the news media responds to, to what's out on, on social media. So, you know, it's really, it's, it's really a mess. And the bottom line is news is entertainment. It is designed to get the biggest possible audience to generate the most amount of revenue. So it's going to have all of the elements that have that elements are, the elements that are in entertainment. And going back to Shakespeare, the, the, the elements that you're going to find in any compelling story that holds your attention, you're going to find those same elements in the news. And it's important for us to, to realize that. Ian's got some text messages. There's a bunch of texts in here dunking on Bill and Metairie in the last segment, but uh, you know, I'm, I don't feel like reading those right now, yeah, so we're going to okay. move on. Uh, here's a text that says, I have to wade through the propaganda of both left and right. I, unfortunately, expect NBC, ABC, and CBS to have a left-wing agenda, ignoring news stories about Biden allegations where they would have pounced on Trump, and likewise Fox to the left. It's good that you realize that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good that you realize that. But for a long time, there I mean, even the Republicans were not reacting to, to stuff that was coming up in social media about Biden. I mean, there was a lot of speculation on, on Biden, you know, being guilty and, and, he, and, and all of this is, is factual. And that was not factual at the time that people wanted it to be factual. It's OK to, to take a minute and consider that if you're yeah. the media that you're looking at at the time isn't covering a story that other media is talking about, it might be because it's not a real story. Right. Just saying. Here's a text that says, World News, the BBC is unbiased and is not working any angles. It just reports what's going on. The world is larger than the United States. It's true. And the BBC is a good place to get information from. Yeah, I like BBC News a lot. Um, uh, the coordinator here, uh, the coordinator is always on this uh, on this journey to get us to talk about Scripps News. And today he says, Scoot, last night Scripps News gave out its annual awards on journalism. These awards went to various journalistic organizations for their coverage on events and not sensationalists. Scripps News, C, uh, sorry, it's S-C-R-I-P-P-S. It used to be Newsy, which uh, is a, a service that I think came like pre-installed on a lot of people's cell phones. It's a streaming app. I have never tuned into it, but apparently they're doing you know, live video coverage of events and they have interviews and things. So I don't know. We should check out Scripps News, I guess. Yeah, there are other news sources out there. Yeah, indeed. All right. All right. If you want to join us, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right. Statistics show. Now, this is like black and white. This is like statistics. Statistics show that Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey does better in games when Taylor Swift is watching. I guess he, he, he wants to impress her. So he does a better job when she's there. We all do a better job when somebody we care about is, is watching. How long is this going to last? 
But, you know, I don't think it's that unusual for somebody to do a better job thinking that they, they're trying to impress somebody, which does remind us all that much of what we do is generated by our own emotion, by our own mentality. And sometimes when I talk about the saints, you just don't seem to be in it. They don't seem to be in it. And maybe they should be more interested in um, trying to impress people. Sometimes I don't know that they are. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. All right, today we celebrate Weird Al Yankovic. He's 64 years old today. I think the guy was brilliant. And the stuff that he did is, is worth, uh, worth celebrating. Weird Al Yankovic, 64 years old today. That is white and nerdy. I'm Scoot. Um, coming up, uh, going into this next break, a rock band made their television debut in 1976, on Don Kirshner's rock concerts, what was so amazing about this is this, this rock band never wanted to appear on American television. So this was a very rare moment. We'll play a song for the band. In fact, one of the songs that they played in that appearance uh, coming up. Let's go to the North Shore. Mike, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. Glad to be with you. Good. Thanks for listening. Did you have so you a want comment? to know what I had to say? Sure. Yes, I did. Okay, sure. Yeah. You were talking. You were talking about the news and news bias and media bias, and I wanted to point out two stories that I saw saw on news feeds this morning that indicate exactly what you're talking about. Uh, one of them was a story. The headline said that a woman came back from vacation and found her home destroyed. Mm-hmm. But what actually happened when you read the story was that she went on vacation and she came back and she found a house that she owned had been mistakenly uh, raised. Hmm. The Hmm. house was vacant for 15 years, and it was boarded up. But the headline wanted you to believe that she came back and found her home destroyed. She didn't live there. That's right. That's what headlines do. And the second story was uh, kind of a sad story about a young woman, a college student, who'd gone to uh, a national a restaurant and taken, uh, gotten a drink, um, not an alcoholic drink, but a, uh, a drink that was called charged lemonade. And she happened to have a heart problem and she uh, had to kind of limit her caffeine intake. But the story wanted you to believe that she unknowingly ingested this caffeine. But in the story, they actually showed a picture of the container that she got the drink from. And on the container, very clearly, it states the exact amount of caffeine that was in the drink. And her parents have filed a suit for wrongful death against this national company. And so what I'm getting at is that these are misleading things that lead people, one, to to not trust what the media says, and two, it throws everything into this, it's always somebody else's fault when bad things happen. You know, that's true. I mean, you bring up a really great uh, exercise in, in the news, and, and everybody should be aware of this, that headlines can be very deceiving. And not only the headlines, but quite often, if you read the opening line of a story, it might say something like, Donald Trump wants Melania to walk around Mar-a-Logo, Mar-a-Logo wearing bikinis so other men will recognize her, according to sources. I saw that story earlier today, and I don't know. I mean, did it happen? I, I don't know. But the headline would read that, uh, that and, and some people would just take the headline and run with it, that uh, Donald Trump wants Melania to walk around in a bikini so other men can enjoy her, her, her body. But then it says, according to sources. 
So they, they, they state something as if it's true, and then they say, according to sources. So there's a lot right. of deception in, in getting your attention. Yes, and they're all after the advertising dollar. Viewers yeah. equals Absolutely. advertising. And truth doesn't matter. No. I'm sorry I have to hang up now. Okay, go ahead, Mike. I have to go to an appointment. But I appreciate you giving me the airtime. No, listen, I appreciate your uh, observation. And, and, you know, we've talked about this often. If, if, if the goal of the news is to get the biggest possible audience to generate the most revenue possible, then how could the news media not be governed by the same principles that govern any form of entertainment? You know, you know sex, death, human struggle. You know, these are all elements that are, are great parts of drama. And, and entertainment. Well, they're also now making up the news. It, it makes me think about, you know, uh, like when you're on Netflix and you're going through the list of movies and it shows you a little thumbnail, a little graphic image that, you know, is like a promotional image for the movie. And they show different thumbnails to different people. So I'm thinking about specific, like Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, right? Yeah. If you're white and Netflix knows that you're white and they do, They'll show you a thumbnail with Mel Gibson. If you're black, they'll show you a thumbnail with Danny Glover. Netflix does that. The big streamers are all doing that. They're micro-targeting us that way. And the more sophisticated that technology gets, the more the news media is going to pick it up. And that freaks me out. Well, you know, we can't stop that. We, we can't stop the fact that the news media is going to sensationalize stories. But what we can do is we can prepare ourselves to be a little more discriminating when it comes to the things that we automatically believe. All right. On the SOTA Rock Culture Calendar on this day in 1976, Led Zeppelin, man, they never, ever wanted to appear on American television or TV in general. Man, they were a concert band. But on this day in 1976, they made their U.S. television debut on Don Kirshner's Rock Concerts, and they performed Dazed and Confused and Black Dog. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar on this day in 2020, music star Jerry Jeff Walker died of throat cancer at the age of 78. Best known for this song, he got drunk in New Orleans and ended up in a cell with a guy named Mr. Bojangles. And he wrote this song about him. I'm Scoot. We'll be back with more on WWF. Well, we got a second to play this. Sorry. I, I love that song. And it was a, a true story about this guy, Mr. Bojangles, who was in a jail cell with Jerry Jeff Walker. All right. Um, a lot more still to come. What is the top pop song ever? We'll talk about it. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 